Time for this week's edition of the Source Weekly Update, out of the press and into your ear. Every week, found wherever you get audio. And now, let's check out some of the highlights from Volume 25, Issue 22, dated May 30th. From our news desk, after-school scramble. Enrollment is up for next school year at local after-school programs with wait lists by Isaac Beal. Registration for Kids, Inc. for the 2019-20 school year opened May 20th at 5.30 a.m. By noon, spots were completely full at 12 of the 14 schools offering Kids, Inc.'s after-school programs. According to a Facebook comment by Ben Park and Recreation District, Five school sites were full within five minutes. Those who couldn't sign up in time were left to the wait list. In October, the Ben Lapine School District announced it would be changing school hours for the 2019-20 school year. Elementary school hours will run from 8 a.m. to 2.30 p.m., Wednesdays 8 a.m. to 1 p.m., and middle and high school from 8.45 a.m. to 3.45 p.m., Wednesdays from 8.45 a.m. to 2 p.m., a change aimed at making school times more optimal for adolescent learners. According to research, the adolescent brain functions better with later school start times. With that change, families are more anxious than ever to work around busy schedules and find satisfactory plans for younger children who need care after school hours. It's stressful. I'm not sure what I'll need next year for my schedule, so there might be no options left, said Jackie Vance, a parent in the Juniper Elementary School community. I'm hoping they'll, BPRD, use the waitlist to realize they'll need more spots. Juniper was one of the schools that filled within the first day of Kids, Inc. registration. Vance feels sorry for parents who were on a set schedule, or families new to the area with young children, because for them, there might not be a lot of other options. From Chow, our food column. Historic building abuzz with booze, brew, and bites. Artisanal coffee and distilled spirits, forged in Prineville. By Donna Britt. A shot of whiskey in my coffee is a -a once-in-a-while thing on a camping trip for me. When I first heard about the new Foundry 4 coffee bar and tasting room in Prineville, I imagined ordering some kind of boozy, caffeinated drink similar to my campfire mug of brew. Instead, I walked into a bright, airy industrial space with a modern, old-world vibe and realized I could order my usual cappuccino, enjoy a mouth-watering cinnamon roll, and relax on a comfy antique chair. Before I left my new favorite hangout with its high ceilings, wood and iron accents, and well-placed collectibles, I also tasted a mighty fine flight of mini rye whiskey cocktails. We're the first and only coffee, bar, and distillery tasting room in the state of Oregon combining the two together, explains Foundry 4 co-owner Brian Iverson. While Iverson and his partner Scott Ramsey didn't really know what they were going to do with the dilapidated building they bought in 2016 on 4th Street in Prineville, they were comfortable letting the process unfold. Ramsey explained that, at one point, they thought they might even have to tear the place down. Once we knew the walls were going to stand up and we could keep the roof, we thought, let's just get everything out of here and see what we had to work with. At that point, we thought it was just going to be storage. Then it started looking too good for storage. And then we asked, what's next? Let's figure it out. Iverson and Ramsey feel good about saving an historic structure from the wrecking ball. The building dates back to 1929. 
They've maintained much of the original patina from nine decades of use, according to their research. It was once home to a butcher's shop, automotive garage, newspaper, cafe, and foundry. Once they determined it was worth saving, the partners wanted to pay homage to the industrial past of the building and the working men and women who had been a part of its history. And from our outside section, Wild and Scenic Paddler. Oregonian, river advocate, and photographer Tim Palmer releases Forever Heritage Art and authors his 28th book by K.M. Collins. Against a Deschutes River and basalt backdrop at Tumalo Creek State Park, nationally renowned river advocate Tim Palmer gave a heartfelt dedication for the release of 12 Forever Stamps, commemorating the 50th anniversary of the Wild and Scenic Rivers Act. Among the dozen, Palmer's own photographic creations showcase the Skagit River in Washington, Flathead River in Montana, Snake River in Wyoming, and the Ontonagon River in Michigan. Considered by Paddler Magazine to be one of the top 10 river conservationists of our time and one of the 100 greatest paddlers of the last century, Palmer's images became part of the U.S. Postal Service's Wild and Scenic Collection after the agency called him to fact-check their narrative for the stamp release. Besides his excitement to educate the public about river advocacy and protections through the passive, accessible, and everyday medium of postage, Palmer is stoked to be promoting his recently released book, America's Great River Journeys, the fifth in his collection featuring Oregon. Gail Snyder, director of Coalition for the Deschutes, an organization aimed at conservation and community engagement around river issues, appeared on KPOV's Radical Songbook in 2018 with Palmer. Now, Snyder and the Coalition are hosting Palmer for a presentation in Sun River, June 4th. For more on these stories and other topics, pick up the News Source Weekly, free wherever you find yourself in Central Oregon, and also by logging on to bensource.com. I'm Sam Scholl.